There's a whole world of success waiting for you, success in any area that matters to you. Whatever you desire to create for yourself, the universe says yes. And if you're tuning into this show, you're likely ready to drop the outdated model of struggle and sacrifice. This is the time to attract your success. And I want to reveal a methodology of attraction different from anything you've seen before in a free masterclass, The Energetics of success. This 90-minute class can change everything for you. Register for free at andrewdonovan.com forward slash success or click the link in the podcast show notes. Improvement never comes because someone pushed against. Improvement slips through the cracks. The well-being of the universe is inevitable. There is a flow of love. There is a flow of well-being. Love is the undercurrent of existence. And in the absence of resistance, love abounds. Why do you think there are so many authors of wisdom texts, of spiritual texts, so many poets throughout the ages that have said that love is the thing that endures? This is the moment where all your power is. It's the springboard into everything that's possible for you. What can you create when you live your soul truth and flow with the well-being of the universe? Let's get loud about it. I'm Andrew Donovan, international success coach, top 50 podcaster, rebel to limits and norms, and unapologetic conscious creator of love, prosperity, and fun. I'm here to spotlight how you can live your whole truth as you create your masterpiece life, to call you out on your bullshit when you start arguing for your limitations, and to remind you that no matter what you desire, the universe says yes. Let's have a conversation about pushing against things that aren't your preference. <laughs> That's a light way of putting it for certain topics. Let's have a conversation about pushing against things that you strongly disagree with, that you know are wrong, things that you hate, things that are abhorrent to you, etc., etc. This is an episode that I think is particularly applicable for times of political unrest, times when we've got social so social agreements that are being challenged and norms that are being broken or or that people want to break right now as of the recording of this of this episode there are two particular things that are happening one is the war in Ukraine Russia invaded Ukraine a number of weeks ago and the other one is the overturn of the laws about abortion and so there's a lot of opinions flowing through social media and this episode isn't about those specific situations. This episode is about the principles of pushing against that which you don't want. Now, it doesn't matter if it's a big political situation or if it's something happening at home. The principles are the same. You you remember all the idioms, that which you resist persists. What else do we say? Uh, I mean, you can't fight fire with fire. There's so many versions of this. And yet, the tendency is still to pull out the big guns, to pull out the big words, and, and try to fight fire with fire. But what does that create? You know how law of attraction works. Law of attraction says, oh, you're thinking about this thing that you hate. Here's more stuff that you're going to hate. That's what law of attraction does. And I remember thinking when I learned this principle, but how have we made progress socially then? Like with the women's rights movement, there were all these people protesting, holding up signs, pushing against that which they disagreed with. How on earth did we attract solutions that have improved 
the social condition? And the answer, of course, is that improvement never comes because someone pushed against. Improvement slips through the cracks. Do you understand that? The well-being of the universe is inevitable. There is a flow of love. There is a flow of well-being. Love is the undercurrent of existence. And in the absence of resistance, love abounds. Why do you think there are so many authors of wisdom texts, of spiritual texts, so many poets throughout the ages that have said that love is the thing that endures, not righteousness or correctness endures because we all threw a fit about something we disagreed with. Now, I want to be a little bit careful here because I know that there are certain situations where there's a lot of emotional charge and there are definitely situations where people feel strongly about what's right and what's wrong. What I want to highlight here is that hating anything doesn't improve things. So, for example, with the situation on abortion that's going on right now, there's obviously strong opinions on both sides. Some people hate the idea of murdering innocent babies, and some people hate the idea of taking a woman's choice away from her. And so you've got people pushing against a lot of things. I remember in my relationship um, some time ago, I had this massive life-changing epiphany when I was pushing intensely against something that was going on in my relationship that I absolutely hated. I mean, to the point where one day we were driving the car and I pulled over after getting the car washed and just burst into uncontrollable sobs because I was so frustrated with how much I didn't like the situation that I was in. And and it took me basically just breaking into little pieces before I realized how disconnected I was from my desires. Because there's a really big difference between desiring what matters to you and hating what's not your preference. Do you get what I'm saying here? I mean, and you could replace the word hate with strong disdain for or having a strong opinion about something. And what happened at this moment in my in my relationship, everything changed. I realized that none of my conversations with my partner were about what mattered to me. They were about what I didn't like. And those are polar opposite ends of the same stick, right? It's the same subject. The subject is our relationship, but one end is what what I don't want and one end is what I do want. And it was in that moment that I realized I need to sit down and just talk about what matters to me and why it's important to me, not what I don't want and why I hate it and why I don't want it and why it's unfair and why this is a big injustice and why I deserve better, right? No, talk about what I want what I care about, and why it matters to me. And when you go about the world you live in, the the politics you're involved in, the places you vote, the things that you do in your own home, the people you hang out with, you're, you're going to be sifting through a lot of things that are your preference and a lot of things that aren't your preference, of course, right? Know that when you have strong negative opinions about something, you're only holding yourself at bay from your desires. And I can tell you this as someone who has spent most of his life being a strongly opinionated person. In fact, uh, last year, I had my my best friend, Jess, and her family were at our home for Thanksgiving. And we were talking about being strongly opinionated. And I said, 
I'm I don't I'm not strongly opinionated and everyone just burst out laughing. And I said, "What are why are you guys laughing? I what okay, what's a strong opinion?" And they said, "Strong being strongly opinionated is writing all the chocolate factories, all the main chocolate companies and telling them that you're upset that they don't buy ethically sourced cacao." And which is something I did, of course. And I had to think about it for a moment and I realized Oh, okay. I guess I am strong. When I have an opinion about something, it's usually a strong one. Now, it's great to have a strong positive opinion about something because that just means you're going to you're loving on what you love. That, I mean, that's great. If you love something, milk it for all it's worth. But if you don't like something, don't fuel it by collecting evidence about why it's the wrong choice or why it's why you know you're right in, in about it being wrong because all you're doing is creating more resistance for the equation and a resistance laden equation is just is just something that's holding itself at bay from solutions from improvement you know that that in relationship disagreements there's always a win-win right you've heard this before but the win-win never comes from convincing your partner that they've hurt you or that you've been wronged or that there's a shortage or that that you're justified in the way that you feel the solution the win-win always comes from saying this is what I what I desire and why it matters to me and the other person says this is what I desire and why it matters to me and when that's the energy and that's the only energy of the conversation then law of attraction brings a solution that gives everybody what they want and why it matters to them. It's like the the old the old conundrum of I want to live by the mountains and my spouse wants to live by the ocean, right? And you say, well, law of attraction couldn't solve that because I want to live by the mountains and my spouse wants to live by the ocean. Uh, and and there's an apparent conflict, and then you get into all these big arguments because because it turns into, well, you don't care about me, and you don't prioritize me, and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, no one's talking about what they want. But if the energy is Here's why I love living by the mountains. I, I love the trees. I love the being in nature. I love being able to just hit the trail and go on a hike. I love looking out the window and seeing the majesty of the bigness of the of the earth. And then the other partner says, well, I want to live by the ocean because I love hearing the waves. I love being able to walk on the sand. I love how cleansed my energy feels when I float in the sea and when I'm when I just look out on the expanse of the waters and see how much there is how much abundance how much the the world is teeming with life and then in that space both partners can say well there's places where both those those things exist let's move to kaneohe on the north side of oahu in hawaii or let's move to vancouver which is the mountains against the sea i mean so many places right do you get what i'm talking about here and if we were to treat any situation whether it's the you know war on abortion or the the invasion of Ukraine or the invasion of your family by the nasty neighbors who just moved into the house next door, whatever it is, if you could just take your foot off the gas pedal, driving in the direction where of where you don't want to go with your you know fist shaking in the air, if you could just pull the gas off the resistance for just a moment and tune into what you do want and why it matters to you, your outlook would really change. But more importantly, your ability to flow inspired solutions that were previously unseen would also change. I remember growing up, my 
mom and my stepdad who raised me since I was seven, they were always fighting. My stepdad was not the same as my mom and my mom wasn't the same as my stepdad. They had really different ways of going about things. I mean, I literally just described all relationships, right? But as you can imagine, my mom really wanted my stepdad to change. She wanted him to be less of a slob. She wanted him to stop drinking a 44-ounce diet soda every day, (laughs) multiple times a day. She wanted him to stop being overweight. She wanted him to stop doing things that the rest of the family thought were gross, right? She wanted him to stop being so disengaged, so emotionally checked out. And the more she tried to change him, the more, what do you think happened? The more he pushed back. And the little miracles in the relationship always happened when she would just leave him the fuck alone. When she'd just leave him alone let him be in his space, let him be in his own process. And all of a sudden, he would show up more emotionally engaged. All of a sudden, he would have his own ideas to do something nice for her, to take her on a cute date or to bring her a present. And she would feel more loved and she would feel more supported. And, you know, the truth is that she didn't want him to stop being a slob or to stop being overweight or stop being gross or whatever. She wanted a partner who was engaged with her. She wanted to feel special. She wanted companionship, right? And so, again, another example of what happens when you push against that which you don't want. You know, the truth is that diversity really serves you. An up market serves you. A down market serves you. Uh, An example of a relationship that has attributes that you don't want serves you. The diversity, the, the, the resistance, the contrast, the contrast has benefit always. Why? Because it genuinely reveals what matters to you. You know, when you're in a relationship where someone breaks trust, they cheat, they lie, whatever, that is unfortunate. It's so painful sometimes. The benefit in it is that it reveals what you do care about. It reveals to you. And sometimes it takes us a while to tune into the energy of what does matter to us because it takes us a while to, you know, get out of the energy of the hurt, of the betrayal, whatever is, you know, the contrast side of it. But once you finally start to tune into the benefit, you realize that it's actually very beautiful how clear you are about the value of trust, about the value of integrity in your relationships, the value of truth, right? And you have to remember that... The world is actually a lot more balanced than people realize. I I love, I get the biggest kick out of people who talk about the world going downhill or people who say, oh, you need to flee the United States. This country is just shit. <laughs> because there are certain things that we're, certain areas where we're really hankering for improvement, but the world isn't shit. The country's not shit. Your family's not shit, right? You, it only feels like that if you're really focusing on and collecting intellectual evidence that whatever you're observing is shit. But it's not true. It just feels like it's true because that's what you're focused on because you're looking in the direction of what you don't want. Start collecting positive aspects about the situation. I know that in certain situations, that's a, a long shot. You might be far from there. It might be better for you to get off the subject completely and go focus on something that does feel satisfying. But for you, for those moments when you're in a space to receive it, Remember that the universal scales, they tip toward justice. Why do you think we've made such massive strides politically, socially over the past just few decades? I mean, there are certain situations there. I I know people who have been in tears over this abortion conversation. But 
but look at where we are now in regards to women's rights compared to where we were in the 60s. I mean, it's, it's, it's so far that we've come. That doesn't mean that we should give up on women's rights and just take things the way they are. But I'm saying celebrate the trajectory and know that the universal scales tip toward justice. Sometimes we've got, you know, a few people who like to really throw some trouble in the way and, and make things difficult. And I'm not going to get into any politics here. Don't worry about that. But, but it tips toward justice, okay? And the universal equation it is always an equation of love. Love genuinely perseveres. Love genuinely, like it's like love wins. And love doesn't have to win. We don't have to fight for love because love is just the nature of the universe. I mean, sometimes we, we have legal situations that feel very unloving and, and you might say, no, they are unloving. Here's my evidence. And I would say, lighten up with the resistant talk because it's not serving you. Okay, get tuned to what does feel loving and have more conversations about that. Post more about that. And again, I know this is where people say we've got to be vocal about what's not okay. And there there are certain situations where if you're tuned to love, you might have the impulse to post something on your social media about this legal situation that requires our attention, that could be improved. I'm not advocating for silence. I'm not advocating for giving up. I'm saying don't do it from an energy of pushing against what you hate. Tune into love and from that space, say, where am I feeling called? Where do I feel compelled to show up, to use my voice? And the, the, the outcome is going to be different from you. But more importantly, the experience, the journey, that will be different for you. My friend, just give this a little bit of a try. Look in, look at an area of your life where you're, you really have a tendency to push against and instead say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lighten off the subject for a little while. When I feel more neutral about it, I'm going to come back and I'm going to ask, where, where, if I tuned into love, where, what, what direction would I want to see this in? What do I care about? Why does it matter to me? If the universal equation is one of love, where would that lead us? What's possible? And then notice where you feel called, what you feel compelled to do. All right, my friend? Enjoy. Try it out. See how it works and let me know. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something that you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show in general, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. So many thanks for leaving your rating and review and for sharing episodes you like with the people who matter to you. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and a review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show itself, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. And if your impulse is telling you that it's time to move forward in your ability to consciously create a life that lights you up, a life you can truly lean into and love, then I want to invite you to register for the Conscious Creation 3-Day Workshop. 
This workshop will shift your energetic trajectory and clean up your point of attraction in unique and powerful ways. There are also bonus modules to help you focus your energy in areas like love, money and career, time and health. Register for this transformative experience at andrewdonovan.com forward slash conscious creation or go to the link in the show notes.